What's up, everyone? Welcome to the uh, 570th episode. <laughs> we have these written down of the Pokemon podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, Steve. <laughs> With me is Hannah. Because Greg yep. is, he's yep, long Greg gone. Greg is laughing. <laughs> I mean, I deliberately went in there because you had it at 560. And I'm like, that's wrong. I deliberately <laughs> chased it to 570 to get it right. And you were like, I sw- I'm like, he's going to say 560. This is where we're stuck. We're never getting off the show episode number. Uh, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I not Not in a vest, I will note. Not today. Not but today. I was yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I also it, realized in the last week that I actually own three and not two vests. Um, but but not today. <laughs> <laughs> Having a real hard time finding the uh, night spawns in Pokemon Go. That's my my one main Pokemon thing in, in this last week. It's really hard to stay up late enough to get the night spawns in the new event. Because they start two hours after sunset. And sunset's real late here right now. Mm. Yeah, hey, it's I, real late here. We're approaching those nine thirty sunsets. Mm-hmm. We do. Mm-hmm. We do have Pokemon Go news near the end of the show, but uh, we also have Greg here. I am also here, and I'm not on the thirty bananas a day diet. We can't. We can't talk about this again. <laughs> <laughs> we're just opening the door. I am drinking a banana soylent, though. So this is what brought it up. He's drinking drinking a banana soylent, and then we got out of the whole pre-show topic about the 30 bananas a day diet and don't look it up it's a nightmare i feel like sometimes like pre-shows longer than the actual show. <laughs> uh okay so we have um some scarlet and violet stuff very little uh the team rocket collection is here and i feel like i need to talk about it because i'm ugh. very weirded out by it it's uh, ugh. we'll get there but boy the bonus set i guess i don't remember what they're called special sets seasonal sets the 151 card set is coming out soon um and there was a new niantic store it's not really that new it's been around for like two months we just haven't talked about it uh so we're gonna talk about it um and that's pretty much today's show so let's start off with the exciting stuff because it's only downhill after this honestly yep i actually think the niantic store is cool but uh, starting on June 30th, uh, you can tune into the live broadcast of the 2023 North American International Championships to receive some digital distributions. This is off the Play Pokemon Twitter. Uh, hey, look at them giving us, that's the news in itself, not the actual gifts, the, uh, the actual heads up. <laughs> oh, FYI. True. That stuff is coming. Ah, they did this for Worlds. They were like, hey, you're getting a Victini and a Sinistee. But uh, we are getting our first shiny distribution. So I cannot wait for everyone to say they're devaluing shinies. uh, And how dare they give away free shinies? Even though the comments before that was like, why isn't this Pokemon shiny? (laughs) I like to put those two audiences in a room with each other. So uh, we're getting a shiny Arcanine that uh, will be holding safety goggles. And it will have um, grass-type Terra. This was uh, Paul... Gosh, I can't remember his last name right now. Um, I don't know how to say it. It's Chua, C-H-U-A. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that is that is it. Um, so, because they won at EUIC, and because they will always take, like, 
the oldest, most basic Pokemon out of the mix. That's why we always get, for the record, that's why we always get Gastrodon. (laughs) (laughs) Every time. We have gotten like eight champion Gastrodons in like the last like 10 years. Well, Gastrodon's a champion, so. That's true. That is that is very true. He is a champion. People complain about legendary Pokemons, but no one's complaining about the power of Gastrodon. Um, so we're getting that shiny Arcanine. And then if you're playing TCG Live, uh, you will get the uh, so sought after Iono card. In that you'll get a digital version of that card, not the real version of the card, even though the real version of the card isn't worth as much as it was worth two months ago. But that's like all cards. That's that's the nature of like the TCG. Uh, So that's cool. I think we've gotten digital cards before, but this is the first one for TCG Live that I'm pretty sure on uh, for Worlds. In London, I think we got like secret gold rare path to the peak. I think the the only thing that would be probably cooler or as cool, not cooler, but I wonder when they'll start doing like Pokemon Go stuff. Like hmm. it would kind of be cool to get like a, insert trainer name here. You got their like Toga Kiss that's great league ready. That is like fourteen ninety eight CP and comes with. Dazzling Considering how hard it is to get a good <laughs> PvP Pokemon in Pokemon Go, that would actually be really useful, but I can't imagine how they'd do it. Well, hear me out. They would put them as trainers at trainer stops, and then you would fight <laughs> them like Team Rocket, and then you could catch the one that they wanted to give away. I mean, you could argue that getting a shiny Pokemon is hard for the average person, right? Like somebody who just plays through, like somebody who just puts 40 hours in the game and gets the credit. It's like getting a shiny Pokemon is, is tough for them. Um, us us hard uh, people listening to this podcast are probably swimming in shinies. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> I'm lousy with shinies. Got nothing but shinies from ear to ear. But yeah, you're you're right. Like getting a competitive PvP Pokemon. Viable, yeah, the the stats are just weird. And so if mm-hmm. you don't actually pay attention to what's a zero fifteen fifteen. IVs in Pokemon Go and just release those because they're not a three-star or a four-star. You're not keeping the ones that are great for Great League or Ultra League in PvP. I I don't know what the distribution system is like for Niantic. They, <laughs> I do remember when the Chicago Go Fest did not work and they put everyone's Lugia, they gave like everyone that went a Lugia into their box, but that was like the weirdest. Yeah. It, it like worked. <laughs> But then it like came up as costume, even though it mm-hmm. isn't wearing a costume. Did I throw this Lugio? <laughs> <laughs> you chucked it into the candy maker. But I feel like they should do something for Go, even if it was like, uh, what's another good competitive Pokemon? Um, uh, Medi- Medicham, right? They could give you like a Meditite that's not like leveled up, but is like the correct CP. And then you have to put the candy into it. I mean, they could. It's the give you part that is like a whole new. (laughs) You don't really get given a Pokemon. You get the opportunity to catch a Pokemon. And so Greg's idea kind of works. Although usually when there are trainers that aren't uh, Team Rocket, you don't catch a Pokemon after you battle them, I think. Usually. Yeah. But they clearly have the technology, judging by the thousands of Team Rocket grunts I have to deal with (laughs) in my day-to-day life. 
I do have that Lugia still. His name is Gofax. <laughs> <laughs> we were bated breath on the Lugia Lugia watch. <laughs> Lugia watch. Um, so that's exciting. Uh, you, the code should be redeemable until July 3rd. Uh, I believe that well, it will start when the broadcast starts. So I actually don't know off the top of my head if broadcast for that event is starting on Thursday or Friday. I, I would assume Friday. Um, usually Thursday is just like signups and some yeah. other stuff. Mm-hmm. Exciting. I, I love that the first comment on the tweet is literally how about a code for something in Go and Unite also. Like, <laughs> here's two free things. Hey, but what about me? Different games, different sets of players. Yeah, I know. And I mean, for Go Unite, is... they could give a costume. They could. Ooh. They won't. Yeah. <laughs> they'll give you a seven day free trial for Pikachu <laughs> I mean what did they do they gave away the world's shirt last year didn't they in yeah, United? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember yeah, the- I remember yeah, yeah. getting off my my seven hour flight getting to the hotel and immediately making graphics for like all of these codes mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah there was the whole Worlds event in Go last year, too, and that was actually a really good event. That was yeah. probably the closest they've gotten because they did. The whole event was made up of spawns of Pokemon that are generally, or at least at the time, were really good in PvP. Yes. Yeah, I remember that. Speaking of uh, Scarlet and Violet, just before we change topics too far away, Chestnut returned. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was curious... Here, here's how here's how the seven star raids work on Twitch. At least for me, this is very like you know, Twitch is uh its own little nutshell of a community. But usually, when a new seven star raid comes out, everyone is there on day one. Like the fear of missing yep. out kicks in. Like that Thursday night, we are popping. We got we got hundreds of people, and then the next day, uh. Feels more like a normal stream. Uh, people are still like, you know, it's Friday night at that point. People are still getting in. Um, and then I don't really stream on the weekend, so I'm I'm sure it would be even lighter. But then the following week, it's like that that raid never happened. It's like very normal. Like maybe there's like one or two people that are like, I haven't done Chestnut. So I was curious because Chestnut came out during Breath Tears of the Kingdom. And mm-hmm. then I saw a bunch of people be like, when is it coming back? I missed it. No, uh, people still don't. They didn't care about Chestnut. <laughs> the second time around, <laughs> even though it was like a month delayed, very normal stream. You know, a there couple were a pe- few of us in there. I there was in there few, getting yeah. that Chestnut. It's a, it, it, it's a, you know, it was pretty straightforward with people's Pokemon selections and everyone kind of knew what they were doing, but still fun. I don't know. I still, I still have a great time doing raids, minus getting stuck or... <laughs> Yeah. Here's the thing I discovered though, because I I have uh I have the I have the privilege of having a community, so it's usually pretty easy to get people to join my raids, and obviously it's way easier when you have IRL people um instead of the CPUs, unless you get like that Arcanine CPU, which is probably the best one. That Arbeliva Arbol- or whatever that that's the worst one. The is it worse than Martin in the Soul Rock? Ah, uh, yes. No, come on. Martin 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 was iconic. And I, I, this, I you're just this enough time hasn't passed to make this arc iconic. 
I would argue. I was curious what like the random raids look like. Not like just going in with NPCs, but like going like I've done random raids for the seven star and you always get that weird player that's like you do the Italian, but they're bringing the Italian. So Mm -hmm. you're like, well, you clearly beat it. That's why you're here. But why are you bringing this? They're like, oh, I've finished chestnut. I'm going to bring chest. I don't understand. I, I don't understand that logic. But I was like, I want to do like random six star raids, mostly because I want to see what players are bringing. But also, they're not technically as hard as seven star, but also chance of Herba Mystica. Mm-hmm. And it, it wasn't even the players that drove me insane, even though watching... Two Iron Hands, both Belly Drum and Wild Charge, and then proceed to knock themselves out was what I expected. The thing that drove me crazy was that you ultimately have to fail to get into two raids before you can get into a raid. Like, you'll click on the raid, and it will think forever, and it'll say connecting, 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 and then it will say connection, fail. But you can't refresh that terrible looking (laughs) bulletin board it looks so tacky and bad and then it reminds me of when like apple was very into skeuomorphism which is uh, which is like making things look like what the thing is so like when you like open the notepad app it like had like the little like frills and edges and the stuff it's very skeuomorphic but then you have to like because you can't refresh the bulletin board you have to just click on something else and because you've sat in that first raid for so long, everything else there is already like, yep, full. it's all outdated. <laughs> so you have to sit in a second one and then wait for that one to go like connecting, 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 and then fail out. And then as soon as that one fails out, you can hit X to refresh. And then you have to like desperately pick one of the eight as fast as possible. So it doesn't like so you don't go through this cycle again. <laughs> so it's like I would even mind failing six star raids if it didn't take six full minutes to get into even one of them. It is <laughs> well, I, I there is something I don't know how they fix it because when it shows up and you click into it, it searches to find you a raid that matches what you picked. Because you're not like it's not like Sword and Shield's Ycom where you were like you saw a person's name they had something up mm-hmm. somebody put it up you clicked at it and then it's desperately if that one's full trying to find you one that matches it which I would argue they wait too long for that result like if the person that filled up and you clicked at it and it's immediately full just end it right there stop searching the world. <laughs> To try to find another matching one, especially on six stars. It's like it was rare that that person found that one. There might be another. I doubt it. <laughs> yep. End it. Cut the it randomized off. button is actually the most useful if you're trying to get into a, into a raid through that screen without a code. Yeah, yeah, but you don't get to pick six star, unfortunately. Yeah, exactly. And you get, and you get thrown into the wildest things. I'm like... And you're Who trapped because you can't this leave. Right up. I mean, yeah, I like by here. <laughs> I, I like the force commitment. I like being like <laughs> you. You spun you spun a slot machine, and you're getting like a grass sable eye right now. Um, I like that. I just wish that random thing was like broken down into like I just want a random six star raids. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be a little bit better. But yeah, like I I can't believe. Three and a half years later, I'm like, Ycom was kind of 
better. <laughs> They're like so close to a good like raid system though. Like if I could just pick like give me random six. If They're I could, so close to an okay raid system. If, if, yeah. I, if I could see what the levels are of the Pokemon coming in. If I could, if I could just at least change my held item of my Pokemon, it, like in the waiting screen, that would be, that would be great, or 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 something. So just a side note: doing it with randoms, the amount of like the level one hundred doesn't seem to be like a problem. Like almost everyone is level one hundred. Shout out to the dude that was ninety seven. That was like kind of funny. Not exactly. I mean, <laughs> commitment. <laughs> you're, just, you're so close. You're so, maybe this raid is the one that's getting you to a hundred. <laughs> The thing that was actually shocking as I'm clicking on random people is just no one has held items. Even putting like a miracle seed on your grass Pokemon is so good. <laughs> I mean, I will freely admit that I do tend to never to put items on my Pokemon because I forget. I'm like, oh, right. That's a thing. Yeah. And you do it's have to go so out of your way to get them, right? Them. Like there's three different stores that sell the oh, held yeah. items. Some of the held items are kind of expensive. Yeah. You have to like know which store you're going to, and then you have to find the sort. Like, I can never find the one. What's the main city's name? Mesagosa. Mesagosa. I can never find it. I know where it is. <laughs> I go to that entrance, and I'm still driving around. Like, why can't I find the bagel shop? I just want a churro. I don't know. I, I guess I bring up the right stuff a lot because I really, really like it. And I, I just think of how many like slight tweaks they can do to make it better. The error on the side of safety, way too much. <laughs> like, come on. It's not, but it's not even like safety with like the random thing. Like they have the random yeah. button there. Just right. make another random button mm -hmm. and have like this one be like four to five star raids and then this one to be six star. Like, or three. I think, I think the random will take you to three to three to six star raids. Does it vary bending depending on your level? Like what's No, unlocked? no, it's completely random. So like um because when you beat the game, you can't see one or two star raids anymore. So the random will be like three, four, five, or six. But can you do the random before you beat the game? Oh. Yeah, I would assume so. I would assume that yeah. you would get one, two, three. I don't know when four or five unlock in story mode. Yeah, just showing like I think eight Pokemon and then being like, I can't get into any of these until I just wait for it to refresh. <laughs> yeah. The bulletin and no board is not force helpful. Force it to do that? That's the other thing. I'm like, why can't I just have the X button? The X will show up after you after, fail too. I think or, it's after a certain amount of time. It's after a certain amount of time. Which is like six to seven minutes. I don't know what the time limit was for Sword and Shield. I felt like maybe there's a placebo in Sword and Shield where if I kept scrolling down over and over, if I kept like scrolling and moving, it would be like, okay, we're refreshing. But so I mean, the placebo was to, was to do the coded card changer because it would refresh faster if you were actively trying to do something. So you'd put in, let's exchange cards, but you put in a random link code. Oh, yeah. And the system yeah. was like, oh, I'll keep checking. And so it would refresh the YCOM more, and then you would try to quickly kill your thing to go into the one before it filled up, because it was a random... If it was popular, it was like, I gotta do this fast. <laughs> yeah, they, I don't know. I don't... I mean, they need I did, to do something. I did do five six-star raids, and I got three Herba Mysticas from him, so can't complain with that. 
Good old HMs. <laughs> Speaking of complaining, they released the uh, Team Rocket collection on Pokemon Center. They, they did say 30 <laughs> items. There, there are indeed 30 items here. Before we get to said items, great photography, great market. They had a whole Twitter thing. They had... Yeah. Uh, they, they were they were Instagramming, they were tweeting, they got a whole thing on their 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 website. I'm I'm a bit confused because <laughs> if you've been listening to the show for at least two episodes, you know that we've talked about the we cannot delay anything Pokemon motto because we have to keep everything lined up. Our games have to line up with the anime that has to line up with the card game that has to line up with our spin-offs that have to line up with this lines up with nothing. Nothing. <laughs> it's just so like they were like, ah, oh, you can watch the Mewtwo movie now on Pokemon TV, and here are like the ten best Giovanni episodes. And it's like you could have done that at any time. Yeah. yeah. I, I guess maybe it slightly lines up with like Team Rocket weekends and Pokemon Go. Not really. But, like, no. that would make more sense if they were like, hey, we added, like, two new outfits in Pokemon Go, and here's... But that... Mm -hmm. Why isn't that a thing? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, I, I immediately went to PokemonCenter.com. I have a couple gift cards to PokemonCenter.com. Don't know what to spend them on. I was like, I could use a new hoodie. What do, what do we got? And I immediately saw that almost everything in this collection is, is like, pushing $100. Yeah, mm -hmm. and so I click on something. Here, I'll click on it right now. I'll click on this Team Rocket HQ Collection White Fleece Pullover Hoodie Adult, ninety nine dollars. Now, I would never buy a white hoodie because that would instantly be uh, stained in about ten seconds. Uh, and I'm like scrolling down, and I'm like, oh, a hundred dollars. Who did they partner with? Like, what designer brand <laughs> am I paying for here? Or at least, like, with some designer brands, you could be like, well, I know that's a good quality. It's so-and-so. Uh, There's nothing here. There's no... This stuff is more expensive than the Puma stuff that they put on. And I'm not saying Puma is, like, known for amazing quality. There might be some people who love Puma out there, but, like... You expect that to be expensive because it's you got the Pokemon tax and then you got the Puma tax. This is just <laughs> this is just Pokemon tax. To be fair, a lot of Pokemon Center clothing is really high quality. I have been pleasantly surprised by a lot oh, of yeah. the things I've ordered from there. But these aren't good pieces. Like these are barely Pokemon. This collection is so boring. <laughs> And so poorly designed. It's it it like there's not one piece in here that's like, oh, that's an interesting take. I didn't expect you to do that. It is literally a bunch of plain clothing with an R on it in various sizes. Mm -hmm. There are bet there are these designs, like I was like, oh, cool. I could find almost all of these on Redbubble for the last 10 years years okay but let's not use one. Redbubble. they they steal people's art and then there's nothing i mean <laughs> correct but i'm saying if you're gonna make a new collection that is your own personal collection i shouldn't have been seeing it on an off-brand stolen website for 10 years now and none of it's rainbow rocket like one piece you can put one piece rainbow rocket in here yeah the rainbow rocket stuff was 
I mean, the Rainbow Rocket stuff is the same as Team Rocket. It's just the R has like R is a, rainbow. The R has like it, it's a rainbow around it, right? Not well. It depends. It depends. In Pokemon Go, the R I think is sometimes it's, rainbow through. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, even Pokemon Go has rainbow rides. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like some of the stuff the R makes sense, right? Like you know, throw an R on, on the hat. That makes sense. I'm not sure what else you're gonna do. Throw an R on the socks. Yeah, sure, that makes sense. Like, I, I do think the white hoodie with the R is really clean. I like the little red silhouettes. Uh, you get the little, like, drawstrings on the sleeves. I don't mind that there is some simple stuff here, but, like, everything yeah, some, is the same. It's mm-hmm. also kind of weird, like, that some of the choices they made, like the hoodies where they made the R match the color. So, like, on the white hoodie the r is white and on the red hoodie the r is red which makes it harder to see the white one i admit is a little bit cool but everything else the white the all white and the all black ones are subtle enough to be kind of kind of neat but when everything is just a normal piece of clothing with a red r slapped onto it or almost everything i mean i did cosplay when i was in middle school I made shirts where I printed out a thing on paper that you could then just iron onto the shirt. Yep. This looks like those. Yes, it does. It, it it looks like decals. And I'm sure it's higher quality. I am sure these will last through the wash. I'm pretty sure. Pokemon Center seems to be doing pretty well with their quality. But I, I mean, the only ones I would question still. that on is, is the giant R's because they're so big and so heavily pr- printed and so big. Even in the pictures, they look so plasticky. Like, there's no way yeah. that's not cracking. Yeah, that's fair. Like, the, the 129 jacket looks looks great, but it's a $129 jacket. <laughs> like, like, the black one with, the, like, the red on the, yeah. the red tips and the, the R doesn't look like it's going to wash off because it looks like it's actually not just a iron-on. Um, and then, like the like, when I look at the group picture of like the four adults all decked out in Team Rocket stuff, I'm like, man, that looks good. It looks very like it. It does capture that streetwear vibe they're going for. Mm-hmm. But like, I their whole outfit is like five hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you you get the you get like the shirt and then like the vest and then the the pants and then the socks and you're like. <laughs> I thought this isn't a team flair collection. I shouldn't go broke <laughs> trying to like get everything here. Yeah. And just so like people understand like anorak jackets are are a very specific popular thing. And depending on the brand, but even if like if you go to like a Columbia store to get an anorak jacket, Columbia is a decent brand, probably the same quality that you get from the Pokemon Center. That jacket's about $60. So this is a this is twice the price to have an R on it. Even hey, <laughs> an R and a little tag near the bottom that has a little Pokeball on it that says Pokemon Center. <laughs> like even if you want to say like, okay, maybe it's super good quality and it's it's you know waterproof and you know all the things, even those jackets are $90. Like the prices they have are really expensive. Yeah. Even I think I feel like even for Pokemon tax, when I was looking at them, I'm like, these are 
really expensive for not great designs, for designs that felt like the intern was rushed. I mean, I get the style they're going for, but as someone who keeps waiting to see when they make things on Pokemon Center that hopefully someday will actually be a stylized Pokemon thing and not just the picture of the Pokemon slapped on a shirt. <laughs> this is like the other direction. They just slapped yeah. an R on a shirt. Yeah. Yeah. I, just... I mean, I will say like I bought the Rosalia jacket, which I actually think was really well designed and well Yeah, that one was made. nice. Um, and was expensive, but I, I feel like for what I got, it, it the Pokemon tax was in line with what what was expected. Like $80 for a long sleeve t-shirt with an mm-hmm. R on it. It's like a, it's like a, I don't know what to call it. It's a textured shirt if you look at it. It's just not like a. Oh, yeah. I don't know what, a waffle? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Some, some sort of waffle-like. But, but even then, like, I, I buy those types of shirts for everyday wear and they are $30. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you Maybe probably 40. get like a waffle shirt at Target for yeah. 30 bucks, maybe 35. And it's also weird like the patch is sewn on. It is not a waffle pattern. The patch is just a patch that they sewed on and you, you know, it it all feels I mean, it looks good. that that white waffle shirt looks good with that vest. That vest is $110 though. I've never <laughs> seen a vest be a hun- like maybe 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 at like some like actual like outdoor stores but like gosh, even Target's only charging like $30 for a vest. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe the vest economy has been booming. Maybe vests have gone up in prices. I mean, vests had another comeback about 10 years ago. But not this price wise. And like cropped hoodies, they're cute. But again, a cropped hoodie does not cost that much money. It just feels. I think the problem is for as much hype and advertising that they put into it when you got to the actual collection and saw how bland it was and how out of sync their pricing is, it's really a disappointing experience. It's just like, if this had been a third the price, I, I think we'd be like, oh, that's cool. Like, mm-hmm. I can see those prices. I, I think the price. Even half the price of a lot of half the price would, would make have been a more bargain. sense. Yeah. But like, even if it had been a third of the price, I think more people would have been willing to forgive how sort of just like just slap an R on it it is. And like, I mean, I saw some people who were very excited about one or two pieces until they saw the price because mm-hmm. there are a lot of people a lot of the gays are into the cropped hoodies no the crop hoodie looks right great now. it's it and they're like they're 80 gorgeous bucks. 80 i love them it's 80 dollars i 80 dollars for a crop hoodie with an r on it i mean that is where that conversation breaks down every time is the price i think the price is just and i think it's also telling that well, Usually the, when we come into the show, things are sold out, like the popular items, and there's not a single thing show, sold out on this. The Puma hoodie, the I've, I've worn that one on the show. It's the Blastoise one, which is just like the Ken Sugimori Blastoise art with the word Puma next to it. <laughs> <laughs> we were also lazy design, but uh, sure. I, uh, I, I had a gift card from the... I did not pay... Well, I paid for a little bit of the hoodie, but uh, the Pokemon 
company sent me a gift card so i was like i'll use it for the puma hoodie because i'm not going to spend 80 dollars. so i'm looking at it right now the puma hoodie is 80 dollars. it is blue there's a blastoise on it. it is the same price as the team rocket crop hoodie not the the other hoodies are 100 yep and it's it's like an okay hoodie it is not nearly the best hoodie i i own it i feel like the arms could be a little bit longer doesn't feel more high quality than a bunch of other hoodies I have, right? Like, I know there's different weights in hoodies. Like, you can have a pretty thin hoodie or a pretty, like, heavy hoodie. It's like a medium-sized hoodie. Um, but, like, when I bought it, I was like, well, one, I have a gift card. But, two, like, I'm curious what the quality of a the Puma, what like, what is Puma bringing to this? And it's like, it's just, it's an okay hoodie. Like, yeah, I get why it's 80 bucks. You have Pokemon tax and you have Puma tax. This is why I was like so dumbfounded with the Team Rocket stuff because I'm like desperately looking of why why is the price where did where's the price increase here? Yeah, like why are the like I th- to me a crop hoodie should probably be like fifty bucks. Yeah, and then like yep. the normal the non cropped should be like sixty and even fifty and sixty dollars still seems like a lot. <laughs> yeah, but like you're like ah Pokemon tax. I mean, I would be very curious how high quality these are once someone gets their hands on them just because these are so expensive oh you know what we talked about last week was the the other hoodies um the yeah the tcg yeah tcg i i so i had a <laughs> the pokemon <laughs> company sends me <laughs> they sent me a bunch of gift cards for christmas i completely forgot about them so i was like okay i'll uh i guess i'll order one of these one of these hoodies so i i you know, I added some stuff to my cart. I attached the the gift card. One of them was the TCG hoodie. I'm looking. I'm trying to look it up right now. Um, it I it mean, was those a, hoodies are thirty four ninety nine. Yeah, they're thirty five dollars. Thirty five dollars. It is. It, it actually blew me away of how great quality it was. It actually, to me, is better than the Puma hoodie in the way it fits. <laughs> uh, in its like thickness. The only thing that is bad about the also with the the TCG live hoodie, you get like free digital packs, right? <laughs> you get like nine free digital packs. And <laughs> what you do get, you get with Rocket? You're getting your Pokemon stolen. That's what you're getting. So the only thing I don't like about the Pokemon trading card game hoodie is the little Pokeball symbol that they have. It's like plasticky. Mm. Oh, is that the only bit? Yeah. So like the it's it's like blue white. Blue, mm-hmm. black, like that's all cloth. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a little Pokeball at the top is, is kind of like a plasticky emblem. Yeah. I mean, that's what most of the R's on the Team Rocket stuff is yep. going to yeah, yeah. be. So, like, I don't, I don't like love that part, uh, but it is a pretty clean hoodie. Like, it's. I think you chose the only one that has an actual good color, though. You got the blue one. Yeah. The red and the yellow are both really bright. <laughs> That after I saw you got the blue one, I went and looked at the red one because the blue one actually looks really good in person, but the red is just such a bright red. <laughs> this, yeah. this yellow is, is something else, too. Yellow is my jam. I, you know you know, I would wear that, though, except for the fact that it's a hoodie. Yeah, you know, just take a pair of scissors to it. Make it a, make it a deep V. <laughs> yeah, it's just it, like literally looking at these side by side. Pokemon trading card game live red pullover hoodie adult $35 team rocket high quality collection white fleece pullover hoodie $99 it's just yeah it's mm-hmm. just, it's just a little a little weird 
Yeah, I just... Uh, I would love to have one. I would love to... As somebody who only wears hoodies is why I don't buy, like, t-shirts, because I just have, like, white t-shirts on under this, because I just always have a hoodie on or a jacket on. You'll never see my t-shirt. I feel like I have a pretty good hoodie not... Uh, have <laughs> my knowledge of hoodies, I feel like it's pretty okay. So I would love to be like, yes... I can confidently say for $100, it is expensive, but you're getting some value here. But these pictures are not doing it justice. <laughs> no. I mean, I I don't have a, a, a stronger sense. Like, Pokemon Center clothing is good quality. These don't look like they are of a high, like they went out for a higher quality for these, right? Like, yeah. these look like the same $34.99 hoodie quality just with Team Rocket stuff and three times the price for no reason. The no reason being like, this is also not matching anything outside of the Pokemon Center. No. There's no collaboration here. It's not even like a limited... If they were like, hey, we only made a hundred of these, this is, and that's why it's expensive because we didn't make a thousand of them, so production was a lot higher. I could like understand of like, okay, a limited run, they only made a hundred. Obviously, the more you make, the cheaper it becomes. Nothing here is sold out. No. <laughs> Nothing is sold out. And like, of the items, the thing that feels like the a good purchase are the socks. The $20, $20 for oh, a single I, pair of socks? Yeah, but they're $20 for a sock. High quality sock. <sighs> Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, look, I know inflation has hit, but that TCG Live hoodie came out literally five days before these Team Rocket hoodies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I understand inflation is real, but the inflation did not happen in five days. Yeah, it's not that real. It is not that much. All right. I mean, this is just really Team Rocket trying to fleece people to get their operations back in order. Let's be real. Let's take a break. Uh, when we come back, we have we have news. When we get back, oh, we have the 151, and then we have some Pokemon Go stuff. So we will be right back. This podcast is brought to you by The Mystery Business, a brand new RPG on Kickstarter. Get ready for extraordinary adventures filled with mystery, friendship, and spooky encounters. Introducing The Mystery Business, the mystery-solving RPG that will transport you back to the days of Saturday morning cartoons. Become a group of intrepid friends and their trusty companion as they unravel the enigmatic mystery and unmask the mischievous villain lurking in the shadows. Inspired by the beloved classics like Scooby-Doo, Captain Caveman, and Josie and the Pussycats, The Mystery Business captures the nostalgic spirit of those shows while delivering a fresh and captivating tabletop RPG experience. The Mystery Business uses a D100 dice system to overcome challenges, and there's no combat, only the chase. When faced with the masked monster, players must roll against their fear, succeed, and they can stay in control, fail, and they have to flee. Whether you're a seasoned RPG player or new to the world of tabletop role-playing games, The Mystery Business provides guides on how to run the game and offers valuable tips on being a great player and a great game master. So don't miss your chance to create an unforgettable journey with your friends. Back The Mystery Business on Kickstarter today.
This podcast is brought to you by Patreon, and currently we are running a special offer on Patreon where you can get some bonus stickers in the mail if you sign up at the $5 tier or higher. You can head over to patreon.com slash pkmncst, and this promotion ends this week. So the cool thing about Patreon is you can sign up at any time, and you'll be charged exactly a month later. That was a change that they made earlier this year. You have been on the fence about joining the Patreon. You get ad-free episodes. You get bonus episodes you get the stickers this month and we'll have some more stuff coming next month we also have higher tier rewards where you can get your name in the youtube video you can get your name shouted out at the end of the show you can get t-shirts and posters sent to you in the mail you can get all of that over at patreon patreon.com slash pkmncst to support the show and we are back from our break Speaking of things that did actually sell out, sorry, Team Rocket, the Scarlet 151 sold out very yep. quickly. <laughs> I ordered a Elite Trainer box uh, as I walked into my doctor's appointment. When I walked out, everything was sold out. <laughs> everything was gone. <laughs> it wasn't a very long appointment. This is on PokemonCenter.com, or sorry, Pokemon.com, You, if you don't know what this is. Team up with the original first partner, Pokemon, Bulbasaur, Charmander, and Squirtle as a new day dawns in Kanto. Love to see it. Uh, this new day ushers in opportunities to reunite with, reunite with old friends, make new partners, and capture every last one of the original 151. Discover the extraordinary Venusaur EX, Charizard EX, Blastoise EX, in special cards uh, with captivating illustrations and explore the cities and countrysides of your reinvigorated land. You will also find the elusive Mew EX in your travels. Um, new adventures and new horizons will be revealed. Well, we, we already know it's, a, it's it already came out in Japan. With the <laughs> Scarlet <laughs> and Violet 151 expansion, there is 160 cards, 12 new EXs, all 151 Pokemon in Pokedex order. 10 trainer cards, and then illustrations featuring a single artist capturing the entire evolution chain. I like how that was a bullet point. Uh, This comes out on September 22nd, which is a little over a month after, what is that called? Obsidian Flame comes out, Mm. Mm -hmm. which is 180 cards. So the TCG is getting a... uh, 300 card increase in in like a 45 day period (laughs) i don't think a lot of these cards are particularly good though i mean that's usually the general consensus of most pokemon cards is like 90 percent of them are just filler Uh, you know people say they're sick of kanto and yet this happens time and time again Mm -hmm. it just always sells out (laughs) I mean, same with the Team Rocket clothing line. It's just always going to be Kanto stuff. It's yeah. just a constant. Where's our Where's our Team Plasma stuff? Yeah, give me Team Flare. That'd be a lot of red for Team Flare. And white. And black. It's like the same color yeah, as Team Rocket. Yeah, it's the same collection. Really. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys have saw this set. It does look pretty cool. I, I, there, there is a... Uh, there are... More boxes coming. So uh, if you if you get the um, it's now sold out the Elite Trainer Box, the Pokemon Center Elite Trainer Box, 
will give you uh it's 60 bucks that's still cheaper than a crop hoodie uh it'll mm-hmm. give you 11 booster packs we'll give you a full art promo featuring snorlax with the pokemon center logo it'll keep give you a full art promo of snorlax no pokemon center logo uh you'll get 65 card sleeves and then you'll get various accessories so those accessories are usually um like dice and status counters the status counters here are actually really cool they're they're like minimalist teaching we're teaching we're teaching uh, our listeners about design today first we had skeuomorphic now we have minimalism they're they're very different compared to past damage counters which is really cool you either like them or you don't i i really like them um for poison and burn there is a regular elite trainer box which will come out on september 22nd you'll be able to get these at like target walmart best buy pretty much comes with the same things except you don't get that bonus Pokemon Center card. Uh, I think you also get like you get nine. The Pokemon Center one, you get eleven. But this one's ten dollars cheaper. Uh, there is a poster collection, and it looks like that is, according to Poke Beach, fifteen dollars. You get three booster packs. You get promos featuring Charmander, Squirtle, and Bulbasaur, and then you get one full size two sided poster. I I don't know if it's folded or rolled up. It's very hard to tell here. It's folded. Uh, if it's folded, then why even bother? Just throw it out. They've they've already creased it. Then <laughs> I mean, you know, look. I mean, you look at the box. Yeah, they fold look, it and put it yeah. in the box. That's a folded poster. <laughs> they have the binder collection, which they're saying is twenty four ninety nine. It includes four booster packs and then a nine pocket album that holds up to 360 cards doesn't look like this is in collaboration with ultra pro but they have done ultra pro collaborations in the past um hard hard to say i don't see any ultra pro branding Mm -hmm. though there's the booster bundle i think some of these prices are not 100 percent right but this is just what pokey beach is reporting there's the booster bundle from Pokemon Center, which is already sold out. That's six booster packs. That's all it is. It's just six booster packs. <laughs> it's a bundle of boosters. It's the name says it all. Uh, there is the Ultra Premium Collection, which is going to retail for $120. They've done this before. They did the Charizard Ultra Premium Collection, which was kind of a bust. It was bad. Uh, people like tried to scalp it. Didn't happen. Um very easy to find the Charizard Premium Collection. The one before that, which was for yes, celebrations. Uh, that one was 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 very hard to find and a very good one. Uh, but the the Ultra Premium Collection, which is sold out most places, uh, will give you sixteen booster packs. It said sixteen Scarlet and Violet one fifty one. Bo- it made it seem like one hundred fifty one booster packs. Give you only sixteen booster packs. You will get a metal card featuring Mew, uh, which I believe the celebrations had a metal Charizard and a metal Pikachu. You'll get one special illustration featuring Mew. You will get an il- a special illustration feature an illustration rare featuring Mewtwo. You will get a playmat featuring Mew. You will get one deck box. You will get one Mew coin. And you will get various gameplay accessories. I want those pink damage counter dice. <laughs> the the mew colored the the mm, copyrighted yeah, mew cute. pink <laughs> yeah 
Do not go to eBay and spend two hundred plus dollars or three hundred plus dollars on this ultra premium collection. It is while it it has sold out. The more stores will get it. I promise you, it will be fine. I am also confident they will overprint the heck out of this set. Do not do, do not, we do not fall for the Charizard. Like, celebrations was also during the pandemic and printing was tough. We know this. We do not have printing issues anymore. I want to stress we do not have printing issues anymore. We have shipping issues, but not printing <laughs> issues. <laughs> do not overpay for this set. Do you guys remember when celebrations came out? I walked into my local game store. Board game barrister. I'm going to name him. I don't live in Milwaukee anymore. <laughs> I walked in and they had a uh, they had a celebrations ultra premium collection for four hundred dollars on their shelf. MSRP 120. Just sitting up on their shelf, and it's at for it's it's at for it, it, at least when I moved, it still didn't sell. It was sitting up there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a choice. Just they uh, also the same the same place that was when there was like those oversized booster packs. I don't know if you guys remember those. Oh yeah, I remember where those. they mm-hmm. they did one for every region: Kanto, Sinnoh, Johto, mm-hmm. and they were selling them for. Trip. They were nine ninety nine. That was MSRP. You go. You Best Buy, Target, nine ninety nine. If they had them, they were selling them for thirty bucks. Just all yeah. That- I got one of those at Target. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I got one of the Hoenn ones at Target. I opened it on Halloween that year. Do not overpay for these. As as mm-hmm. far as I, I I look, if 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 you don't end up getting an ultra premium collection. I, because you took my advice, I I apologize in advance. But as as far as we know, there has not been a lack of printing. Like if the if Pokemon Company could have printed more celebrations to put them on shelves, they would have. <laughs> they definitely would have. But nothing nothing in the Scarlet and Violet set or the the, the couple sets before that in in Sword and Shield were really hard to find. They 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 came out, they were like, we're printing more. Or they reprinted Vivid Voltage. They reprinted um whatever battle styles. <laughs> <That's a bad laughs> like they reprinted everything once like they were able to reprint. So I, I I understand things are sold out right now, but like it's not the full collection. Not every store has gotten fulfillment. Like these ultra premium collections haven't even gone up on Pokemon Center yet. Right. There 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 should be plenty for everyone. Just remember the Charizard Ultra Premium Collection. They were they were marked down to like $70 because Target and Best Buy were desperate to get rid of them cuz they printed so many of them. <laughs> and again, scalpers were trying to sell the Charizard Premium Collection for 2-300 and if you just waited, yeah, you, you could have walked into a Target and got them for 70 bucks. Scalpers in shambles that <laughs> they were sitting on all of these. Alakazam EX box coming. There is a Zapdos EX box coming. There are mini tins coming. And this is the first time. Cute. This is the first time Kadabra will be on a card since since the lawsuit. Uh huh. Oh, I think they slapped Kadabra on something else too. Um, besides this box, I think they put him somewhere else as well. 
there are there's supposed to be giveaways. GameStop is supposed to have a Charmander bonus. Best Buy is supposed to have a Bulbasaur bonus. Uh Squirtle, nowhere to be seen. So <laughs> Squirtle's <laughs> Squirtle's the rare one. Maybe Squirtle will I mean, be at Target, then, but if it's at Target's Target, prob- that that's yeah. a mess because no one at Target knows what they're doing. <laughs> they don't. But if you're lucky, you'll get a Target that just slapped them on the counter because they didn't know what to do with them, and you can just walk <laughs> in and snag it. <laughs> uh, this that seems exciting. It it it's probably a set where you know people who don't normally buy Pokemon cards they would probably buy some of this stuff and probably have a pretty I mean, good time opening it. Some of the full art ones are really good art. Like I yeah. like the art. The Mew, the Mewtwo, and the Snorlax that they're showing on the side, I think all are really nice art pieces. Mm-hmm. So As with me- all of the rest of the cards, the full arts just keep getting better and better. Okay, let's uh, switch gears here a little bit. Um, this was actually... This, uh, I, I guess this is rolling out worldwide slowly to each country. This happened a little over a month ago, maybe even two months ago. Uh, Niantic launched a web store for Pokemon Go. I'll, this is this is off PokemonGoLive.com. New way to get bonus PokeCoins. We're excited to announce the new Pokemon Go web store is coming to additional regions and even uh, more widely available. The Pokemon Go web store includes limited time deals, web exclusive bundles, uh, and other offers only available through trainers through the web store. Trainers can log into the web store using their Pokemon Go credentials. Once purchased, PokeCoins will show up automatically in your Pokemon Go app. Uh, the PokeCoin bundles purchased through the web store We'll also have additional value providing extra PokeCoins in each bundle. It is the perfect time to stock up for PokeCoins before a big event. You can check out the web store here. Trainers can access the web store on any device that supports a web browser um, with additional payment methods uh, globally. And to celebrate the Solstice event, which is happening right now, um, they have uh, a bundle here, which if I compare the in-game price to the web store price it's like a like a four dollar difference i would say five but 1500 pokey coins isn't exactly five dollars i mean i guess technically if you were to so solstice boss box is 1500 pokey coins 1500 pokey coins and if you go to the web store you can get the same thing for ten dollars it's the same box and this is for three remote raid passes nine super incubators and nine golden raspberries yeah Golden raspberries, we don't even have to talk about. They're not worth anything. Um, nine super incubators, I guess if you were to buy them separately, would be $18. Uh, remote raid passes separately would be, I'm just going to round up to $2. That's what they are. They're 2 bucks. <laughs> don't let the 190 fool you. They're $2. <laughs> <laughs> They're 2 bucks. So yeah, you're looking at like a, you know, $24 worth of stuff. I mean, ultimately it's worth $0. It doesn't cost Niantic any money to make a raid pass. <laughs> But if you were to buy them all separately, it would be $24. Um, the Solstice box is $9.99 on the web store. And then in the game, it's 1,500 PokeCoins, which you can't buy 1,500 PokeCoins separately. So you would either have to do the 550 three times or the 550 plus the 1,200, which gives you about 17. Ultimately, it's $15. Now... When they initially announced the web store, it was around the time of the remote raid pass increase. And I saw a bunch of this. This is what I saw on social media, which one day we can hope that social media gets burned down. But we're getting there. there. (laughs) We (laughs) 
I love how you Boy, both said that. Boy, in there. <laughs> <laughs> but I saw people being like, oh, look at Niantic just trying to get money. Uh, and then I saw another thing. But this is a good thing. And let me explain I mean, this why. Is, this is Niantic bypassing the Apple and Google tags, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. Like, this is them saying, buy it this way so that we can discount it basically saying we're getting the same amount of money because we don't have to put on an apple or a google tax right right but even even in the sense okay so i have I have two points but even in the sense before i get distracted you as a customer are saving five dollars here yes so that's great that's like that is fantastic if you were going to buy the solstice box and you know the majority of people won't we know that we know that the the people who are spending money in this game are whales and you know there there are probably there are people like me that probably spend 10 to 20 dollars a month on this game uh, what is this <laughs> this should not just come no shock to you greg it 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 shocks me every time because my brain <laughs> literally says why because i like the on, game <laughs> on what what are you even on doing the solstice box life? greg i actually don't <laughs> just, need the solstice box i don't care that much about incubators dump I'm going to set up a Patreon that says, give me money instead of go. <laughs> Just give it to me. I will use it for better things. I will use it more responsibly. Okay, but this, this, is, this is good for players because they are legitimately saving money. Yes. I, I guess no one understood the actual epic lawsuit against Apple at all, which, which I, guess, I, I guess I'm not surprised, but let me explain the very basics of it. Fortnite got pulled from the app store this was like two years ago i think maybe a year ago two years ago fortnite got pulled from the app store fortnite very popular on ios very you know you buy your i don't know what the coins are called in fortnite you buy your fortnite coins what epic did with fortnite is when you went to go check out in for the in-app purchase in fortnite they made a little pop-up pop-up and said you can save money if you go to our web store and buy it there, th right before they went to purchase in iOS, they made a pop-up happen. And that was against the terms of service. What Niantic is doing here of having a web store is not against the terms of service at all. And I just saw hundreds of people being like, they're going to it's this is the Fortnite situation. No, it's not the Fortnite. <laughs> tons, tons of apps do this. My calendar oh, yeah. app. I pay $40 a year for a calendar. My Twitch chat always makes fun of me. I live by this calendar. This calendar is the best calendar in the world. $40 a year is like $3 and 80 cents a month or something like that. I don't buy it through iOS. I, I go to their website. I purchase it. It syncs with my account. And then the purchase is there. The same as like 1Password. The same as Todoist. The same as uh, like I, I just named three apps right there. Three non-gaming apps. I can go to their web store. I can purchase it. I think Evernote does this. I think like OmniTask does this. Uh, Adobe does this. If you want Photoshop, you can go to Adobe.com, buy Photoshop, get the Photoshop on the iPad. It syncs. Niantic is not doing anything weird here. I know you all hate Niantic, but stop making up fake scenarios in your head. This is completely fine and legal. What Fortnite did was try to redirect the customers in the app. Now, with that being said, 
what Apple and Google are doing, because Google don't uh, Google's not off the hook here. Google's doing the same thing Apple is doing sucks because it, it's forcing the customers to use their portal and Google and Apple, whether you hate one or the other or you hate both, that's fine. You can hate both. They take 30 percent of your purchase. So when you spend a dollar in Pokemon Go and you give Niantic 99 cents. Google or Apple are taking 30 of those cents and then Niantic gets stuck with 70 cents. And at that point, we have no clue how much Niantic keeps, how much the Pokemon company keeps. Like we we don't know the split, but Apple's will sit on this. And for the record, I used to work at Apple. I'm still for better or worse an Apple fanboy. But the the kind of gouging they have of like, taking 30% of everything Mm -hmm. and then kind of making secret deals with other companies, but not offering those deals to other like, like at one point, like Netflix apparently has some secret deal with Apple. Like we know that Pokemon go makes a lot of money. (laughs) It is constantly like top 10 in the iTunes and the iOS app store of like top grossing games. And Ah, uh, you know, Apple does little little to nothing uh, besides maybe sometimes like feature Pokemon Go in like the, the pretty top often, head. actually. Yeah, pretty but. often. But <laughs> now to anyone being like, like it, it is it is borderline monopoly practice to be like, well, you need to you, you need to be in the iOS app store, right? Mm-hmm. Like like you purchases have to go through iOS and when they go through iOS, Apple or Google. Take 30%. Now, on Google, you can sideload stuff. That's true. Uh, Apple doesn't allow that. It's not, like you, it's not like you can download another app store. You have to use Apple's app store. You have to be there. Like, you, you can argue, like, well, if they don't like it, they, they, they don't have to use it. Where else is Pokemon Go supposed to go? You can't go to, like, PokemonGo.com and directly download the app. You have to get it through iOS. If the only way to get the, the if the only store is iOS and the only way to shop is iOS and the only way to browse new stuff is iOS, I don't know, that's pretty close to monopoly. <laughs> if the only option is to give Apple 30% and Google. I just want to say that Google does Oh, Google does it too. Mhm. So this web store is good. They're bypassing the middleman. I think the majority of people won't use it because there is a huge convenience to iOS. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. there's a like the reason that the reason that these app stores, Google and Apple are both successful is because it's so easy to be like, let me spend 99 cents. Let oh, me spend $10. I mean, let, let, let's also be clear. This is not the only business that does this in my office building. When I worked in an office building target, which was two blocks away was at least 30% cheaper than the in-building convenience store, I was paying 30% more for convenience to run down, grab a soda for $4 instead of walking two blocks down and dealing with them for a $3 soda. Like, this isn't the only... This is a long-standing model that they are going to charge you for convenience. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's a thing, right? Um, and there are ways around, like even in the Apple store, there are ways around your app 
going through the like you can offer for free but full functionality can't be paid for until you go to their website like there are ways around having to pay apple to some extent um depending on what amount of pain you're willing to put your users through right like i have a million health tracking apps i don't have to pay for them to download them from the apple store but if i want full functionality i have to pay for them either on their website or through the app which again will hit the apple tax but like there's ways around it but most people won't take it because they're paying for convenience they are saying it is easier for me to do this on the fly in app when I suddenly remember I need it than to go to a website and try to pre-plan for it. Like you are paying you. They heavily rely on the convenience charge. Yeah. Twitter. Twitter does this, too. You can go to yeah. Twitter.com and spend eight dollars for your your blue check mark and, and <laughs> let everyone make fun of you. Mm-hmm. Or you can get it through iOS or Oh, I actually don't think it's on Google yet. Or you get through iOS for uh, it's eleven dollars. It's it's literally three dollars more because they know Apple is taking the thirty percent. Even Elon Musk could not argue the thirty percent discount with Mister Tim not. Apple. Mr. Never can look. <laughs> there are two companies you're never getting a dime out of: Apple and Disney. You might get a dime out of Google, maybe. Uh, so I, I think the majority of players won't go won't go to this web store at all. Right? No. But if you're listening to this podcast, you will probably, you're probably a hardcore enough player to consider going to the web store to save five bucks. Like if you yeah. are giving. If you're going to buy Pokecoins or if you're going to buy something in, in their store, web store is going to get you more. Yeah. So if, if you're going to give them, you know, $20 for Pokemon Go Fest because you want coins beforehand, go to the web store. If you want the Solstice bundle, literally save yourself $5. Go to the web store. You just have to sign in with your Pokemon Go account. You purchase it on your computer or your phone, and it will sync to your game. So, um, does Niantic get more money? Yeah, of course. Yeah, because Apple and Google are not getting more money. Are you saving money? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, you are. <laughs> so save money. <laughs> I I think it's a good thing, and I think more if if more companies did this. I don't think it would change like Apple or Google's stance until no. like this became easier. And I, they don't have a way to make it easier because Apple mm. won't let them make it easier because Apple knows if it was easier, they would lose money. But if more and more places do this and this becomes more common, then Apple would be more forced to change their hand. There's like laws and leg- legislation in place and they're trying to get Apple to like change it up a bit. That's going to take forever because like Apple's yeah. very good at dragging their feet in court. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's let, let's say this. It is a very complicated situation and there's not a CEO in the world that is generally in favor for putting up restrictions to stop a company from making money. So it's a hard sell for other CEOs to also be like, let's make a law because they'll look at their own books and be like, but I kind of also want to rip people off. So I kind of can't be too strong about this. So like CEOs are stuck in the bind of let's make laws that bind my competitor, but don't bind me. And that is a tiny, tiny needle to put that thread through. Also, uh, they announced 
uh, Community Day Classic Squirtle, um, which will take place Sunday, June 9th. Uh, Squirtle will return. Oh, July I get 9th. it. July 9th. <laughs> I was like, June 9th has come and gone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> July 9th. Uh, it'll, it says the Squirtle is number seven in the Pokedex during the seventh anniversary of Pokemon Go. Oh, that's cute. There's no glasses. Uh, you are, can you can actually, get glasses. Not in the wild. Yes, through the, that's yeah. this is how it was the first time through the field research. You can get glasses. Who knows how hard or easy this will be? I I, I remember it was pretty easy the first time. Yeah, yeah. I remember being hard. Yeah, so I don't know if they're gonna like make it harder <laughs> this time. Who knows? I just traded you one, didn't I? You did, did I yeah, because I wanted. Shiny? I wanted a um. I like to get Mega Pokemon as lucky because I'll do a Mega Pokemon. This the for the record, I've people have called me out on having two bad trades to Greg. One was for a shiny Slowpoke, and then one was for a shiny Squirtle with glasses. But the reasoning for that is because I wanted <laughs> good IVs, but also shiny, but also lucky. So I had good IVs that I could power up and then Mega evolve. So both of those Pokemon could be Mega. And shiny. And I got nothing good for them. Yeah, yeah. You take your shiny. <laughs> you got shiny Verizian and then yep. something else. I don't remember the first shiny... one. Shiny. What did I get? Shiny something. So rare we can't even remember. <laughs> My... <laughs> that, was... that wasn't shiny Articuno. I had one of those. I don't remember. I just like doing it also because I know like this. Oh, is Entei. It was. Oh, worth yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. people were like, that Entei is worth so much more than the Slowpoke. And I was like, please explain <laughs> to me how the eight shiny Entei that have been in my box since like 2019 are worth anything. The, the box space of getting rid of Entei is worth more to me than <laughs> these, have, these, these have so much dust on them. <laughs> please take them. <laughs> it just thrills me to know that they're going on Instagram and it's going to cause drama. And I love I'm like, I will make I'm like sometimes I'm like, what is the worst possible trade we could make? Because I want I want you to be like, this is my shiny Mewtwo and I'm giving you a Phoebus that's like CP1. <laughs> A one-fourth hatch egg distance lure will last three hours. Incense will last three hours. Snapshot for a surprise. Um, yep, just just Squirtle. Yeah. This is a great community day if you don't have the costumed yeah. Squirtle. Um, this is the third time Squirtle with sunglasses will be available because there was that weird Ed Sheeran event a, a couple oh, years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, gosh. boy. Yeah. When the first... Squirtle Community Day event happened. It was still, it was still in the beginning of Pokemon Go. Mm -hmm. Enough that that was one that I went yeah. hardcore on. That was a summer Community Day. I did it with a friend. I got all the Squirtle I needed that day. This is this is going to be an easy one to just sort of maybe open my game, but I'm not going to go super intense. This is also the last Community Day day before uh, the Pokemon Go Plus Plus is out. I believe. Yeah. Also, when are we going to get the right? glasses on oh we can't it's it's been like seven years we can't keep talking <laughs> yeah. about the glasses it's been seven years when are we gonna get a tree coat with a straw in his mouth that is the other one we need you're wasting all your energy on the glasses yeah. when we could be talking about the tree we could be 
Uh, do we want to speak about the other ripoff that just happened? Uh, this whole show has been ripping yeah. ripping our listeners off. So yes, let's continue. <laughs> uh, Pokemon Unite added the prize machine that is a complete ripoff. Oh, I do think, not uh, play the prize machine. I think I had somebody explain this to me, but they didn't say what it was called. Yeah, it's um, the they said Unite like there are like machine. three things, and you get like a currency, but then you have to like. You get a free currency. Here, let me see if I can explain it to you. Boy, you're already wrong. Okay, so. see, there's there's like there's a handful of things in like the 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 slot machine. And yep. your timer gives you like if you wait 12 hours, you get some sort of currency which you can apply to that machine. But you never get enough to actually buy anything. So you have to top it off with real money. Yeah, oh boy. I mean, mostly mostly the things are there. So it's a prize machine. There are six slots that have various things in them. So some of them are licenses. Some of them are costumes that aren't available anymore. Some of them are backgrounds that aren't available anymore. And you get two Pokeballs to throw. And the Pokeball will give you a random amount between it goes one, two, three, five and ten, I think, of how much it applies towards that thing. So, like, if you're just shooting for a boost emblem that's bronze, it's it costs six, six points. So you have a okay chance of getting that. The problem is, is that you have a 50 percent chance of getting a one and then everything else is divided going down. You get two Pokeballs every 12 hours. The thing that they hide in the corner is all progress is lost when prizes change and prizes reset every day. So the big ones, like the big Eevee background that you can't get anymore, is 40. It takes 40 hits to go. You get two Pokeballs. To recharge them is 120 gems each, which is $2 per Pokeball. So if you are extremely lucky, you are paying $35 to get the Eevee background because that's how often you have to reset. And your chances of getting one point is the most common thing. If you only get one the entire time, you are paying a dollar per ball throw or $40 to pay for this. But if you're really lucky, if you're really lucky, you might get a 10 once, which will cut it down. So what if, what if on, you got four tens, Greg? Yeah. If you can get that 1% time four times, you still, <laughs> but you only get two Pokeballs before you so, have to buy ones. Yeah. So, you would have to get 1% four times in a row, but you're only paying $4 then. Right. Or if you're extremely lucky. Um, and you, it is, you have no control over it. It's hitting the button and it just randomly picks how much you get. It is the biggest ripoff and it is probably the most blatant, just give us money thing, which is like what, what is making which a, is lot saying a lot of people in unite. Yeah. <laughs> you mean the game with $40 skins? Yeah. Like it is one of the most blatant, like just waste your money things a lot of people are really mad about it which is valid like there isn't even 
The only things you can be somewhat assured of maybe getting on your two Pokeballs are the bronze emblems, which you get hand over fist just by playing the game, right? Like they aren't worth it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it is. It just it is leaving a bad taste in pretty much everybody's. Oh, I found the Pokeball progress rate. So one point you get a there's a 66 percent chance of getting just one. There's a 30% chance of getting two points. There's a 3.3% chance of getting three points. There is a 0.6% chance of getting five points. And there is a 0.1% chance of getting 10. So one in a thousand. And Pokeballs replenish every 12 hours unless you pay gems. I mean, this this is just another thing for whales. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mo it, like it, most. It would be. I think it would be more well received if they just put these things in the in the shops and said, just buy them just straight up. Here's the money. I think it's the fact that it's like this weird gotcha gambling game that a lot of people are like, nah, no, thank you. This is this is really not a good thing. Um, this has to come from another game, right? Like. Like, it probably does. I don't know where where they got the idea from. Um, it sounds very like some other game is is doing this, and they looked at that and was like, it was, it, like mm -hmm. that it's wildly successful for this game. Yeah. Let's bring it over here." And we know that after 15 days, the current set of prizes will completely reset, and we don't know what's coming in the next set. So the other thing is they're sort of banking on you. Thinking like, well, I want this and I only have 15 days because I don't know if it's the next pool set. And I only have X amount of time, so I'm just going to pay all this money to try to get this one thing that I missed because I missed it in the past. It's it's just, it's really, it feels really garbagey. It feels really weirdly greedy more than most, like more than their $40 skins, like that's at least somewhat honest on the front. This one feels like they're trying to hide and get away with things because it's really hard to find the percentages. You have to go deep in the menus to find your chances of getting these things. Um, not a great addition. Leafeon, however, is a great addition. And I would highly suggest you come in and play Leafeon because it's super fun. Let me tell you about Apex Legends. Nobody <laughs> likes that game. They have they have a standard loot box that have existed for four plus years. It is a dollar. You get three items in that loot box. Just a standard video game loot box. That's all. Sometimes you get something good. Sometimes you don't. Most of the time you don't get anything good because there's so many items in Apex Legends that you get the bad stuff. When there's a special event or like an anniversary, which is like every other month at this point, they introduce a $7 loot box. <laughs> you still get three things. It is $7 for one spin. And the items are usually the things that are featured in the collection. But on top of ha introducing a $7 loot box, they will have what is called an heirloom, which is just uh, a very fancy thing for a character to hold. So when you're not like holding a gun and you're running, you're holding your heirloom. Um, I think Overwatch and other games have these, these two. Just, a, you know, just something your character holds. It's cosmetic, purely cosmetic. If you pull everything from that collection, from the $7 loot boxes, you will get the heirloom for free, but you have to pull everything in 
the the prize pool, which means <laughs> that you end up spending about a hundred and sixty dollars to get everything in the collection to then get the free. Yeah. I'm doing air quotes. Free heirloom. <laughs> And they do this like every like two to three months. <laughs> it's a free to play game. Yeah, yeah. these are yeah. the closest thing I can think of in Pokemon Go is incubators, but everyone admits that that's one of the worst parts of that game. So. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I think the frustrating thing with incubators is like you don't know the odds, at least. Like Apex, I mean, you, does... you know the odds more now than you used to. Yeah, that's because people like calculate it no there are the little egg symbols oh yeah yeah but those are that that's not a hundred percent true <laughs> it's more information now than we used to have um but it's i feel like even worse in some ways than the apex thing because you can just keep getting the worst pokemon out of those eggs over and over and over yeah the, the seven dollar apex loot box you can't get doubles well in the mm -hmm. regular loot box you technically can't get doubles like if you pull like a basic common skin it's like forever unlocked but they mm -hmm. keep adding more stuff so yeah none they, of these they, are good they gotta pad they gotta <laughs> pad out that loot they gotta pad these out these are all loop. bad these are all bad you know what going back to the unite thing greg the the weird mm -hmm. thing to me is there's not a lot of stuff in unite <laughs> there's like what 50 playable characters at this point which is a 52. lot two yeah soon to be 53 that's that's a lot of characters but like when unite came out almost two years ago right it's we're approaching the two-year yeah. anniversary fyi i'm master rank once again I, I represent this podcast beating people down with my grass i thought that we would be getting costumes on a weekly basis oh yeah no <laughs> we're not we're not so it's like really weird to me that they would introduce a system to be like, look at these emblems you missed or these costumes you missed. Like, yeah, I guess if you're like a Gengar player and you're like, man, I missed the space costume, that'd be maybe exciting to see in the store. I, but like, what if they just introduced new costumes and then people could just buy them? Like, yeah, I would I, don't I would buy a $40 if, if they were like, here's a new Cramorant skin, 40 bucks. I'd be like, that's my favorite Pokemon. Yeah. To I'll give you $40 like once a year for a new skin. Like, that's worth it to me. I, I that's think a lot of money though i don't want to do that but <laughs> didn't i don't think they see costumes as they don't sell costumes alone because that's how they want to sell the battle passes most costumes are now locked in the battle pass system so they want you to pay for a battle pass and play the game a lot to earn the costumes which is why i don't think we see any costumes coming out all that often Except for when a new Pokemon is released, um, they make a special. Like all the Eevees have these gingham outfits right now that are kind of cute, and it's like the newest costumes we get that aren't part of a battle pass. But they made the decision, for better or for worse, that they are that they want to lock, or at least it seems that they want to lock most costumes behind the season pass, the battle pass, and it's only Why? like two. Don't know. But the yeah, pro it, the problem with that is like I don't care about the Pokemon. Yeah, it's not a good idea, right? Wait, like, <laughs> what is the current one? It's like Zoroark and Sylveon or something? Uh, no, we we just, that one just left. So now we have uh, Scizor and, oh man. So Scizor and something else. Like Yeah, well, Scizor, Scy Scyther, because it's for both. Um, 
and an um uh, I can't think of who the other one is right now. But like I feel like I am more inclined to buy a battle pass when my characters I play are being featured. Like I yeah. play more oh, than yeah, I, like, yeah. I play more than Cramorant, but like you know, I bought the first three battle passes and I completed them. Yeah. And they weren't like I, I have the space Gengar. Guess what? I've never equipped. I don't even own Gengar. Like I never bought. I I just. <laughs> I think I maybe rented. Gen- maybe I do own Gengar. I don't know. I've I've probably only played him like once. <laughs> Mister Mime. That's the other. It's Sizor and Mister Mime. Mister Mime is in the a, battle. In to a me, weird a, to me, a battle pass doesn't need. Like it's cool that like there's like one or two cost two costumes normally in the battle pass. But like the the selling point of the battle pass isn't necessarily a costume. Although if my favorite Pokemon was in the battle pass, of course I would buy mm-hmm. a no brainer. But like the the re, the reward track is why I buy a battle pass. Yeah, am I going to play this enough to complete this? Because I know if I complete it, all the rewards leading up was worth my time. But I still think the battle passes are pretty lackluster and re- like cool. I got a pair of shorts I'm never going to wear. And like the, the the season passes have both human costumes and Pokemon costumes. And like I think the new load screen has really changed how people might want their human costume to look like. Because before you could never see the other players, right? Like you could see yourself. And then when you were selecting your Pokemon on the loading screen, that varies depending because their minions are wild. You could click on a person's card and see their card. The new loading screen, as people hit yes, their avatar loads in. So you see everybody's outfits. That's cool. Finally. So it there's now like they sort of figure like, oh, nobody's buying these outfits because nobody can see your outfit unless you constantly change your cards. Yeah. So now there's like this new like, oh, now I can show off my outfit, which I think is maybe going to reinvigorate that, which makes the season passes a little bit more worthwhile, because if even if you don't like the Pokemon's outfits, there is something for you in there. So if you like it, you are more willing to buy that season pass to get access to your own personal outfit. But again, I don't know why they made the the decision to lock them in the season pass and really step away from having them in the store. They go yeah, into the store much, much, much later. It, it is a weird decision. I, 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 I'm hoping it changes. I don't know. There's it's, no way that like they're not selling costumes. Like you, like Fortnite is like the biggest free to play game in the world, and all they do is sell costumes. That's yeah, it. But I will say in in Fortnite you can see your avatar, whereas in no, Unite, I'm talking about the Pokemon costumes. Yeah, but. But I, even then, that's a that's a little iffy. It that doesn't seem to be a big seller in Unite. But I think them changing how the load screens go is helping with that. It's I don't know what they're doing. It's, it's just I, like I. It's weird. <laughs> like I I I understand. There's probably the the wall of getting things approved because they probably have to go through the Pokemon yeah, I've company. Been thinking about that, wondering if yeah. it slows things down. But man, when I like log into that game and I like go to the store, I'm like, I want, I like, even for Pokemon, I don't care about. I want to see the cool costumes. And it's like, oh, no one got any costumes. Like, the only costume is this new Scizor costume. Like, yep, that's cool. Like, I make everybody look like they work in a fast food restaurant. I'm just so shocked that that game isn't just pumping out costume after costume after costume. 
Although, because the ones that are put, there are pretty good. Minus, yeah, I mean, minus, the ones they have are good. Uh, Zashian finally got nerfed, and all is right in the world again. George Washington Charizard is a very good skin. It is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what they're doing with their money back there. Like the gameplay is in a good spot right now. A lot of people got nerfed that should have gotten nerfed. They finally took the teeth out of Lapras, and everybody's happy about it. All right, well, that's our show for you guys this week. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, we will be back next week uh, if I. Yes. So we will be back next week and then I will be at <laughs> I had to double check. I, look, I had to look at my $40 calendar <laughs> and then I will I will be at Columbus next week uh, in Ohio. And then I believe the podcast that will come out on Monday will be an in-person bonus podcast. It'll be a crossover show with Pokey Sports. Uh, they rented a podcast studio for us. So uh, I will be doing that locally. Um, and it should go up on both of our feeds. Um, so Greg and Hannah will have the week off, but that's, that's, that's okay. That's good for me because I hate recording before a trip and then <laughs> furiously trying to edit the the episode before i have my and also packing for a plane at the same time so we'll see how that uh we'll see how that goes if for some reason that doesn't end up happening although they did book the the venue and the appointment um i guess i will furiously text greg and hand and be like i'm gonna record <laughs> in my hotel room <laughs> i need you we can't miss monday um Greg, where can they find your Kickstarter? Uh, go to kickstarter.com and search The Mystery Business. Or go to Twitter, because all I'm doing is advertising it right there. Kickstarter.com slash Leatherman Games slash The Mystery Business. But just search The Mystery Business. Do put the the in front of there, because Kickstarter search function is awful. All right. Uh, we will be back next. Uh, oh, there might be a seven-star raid getting announced tonight. Maybe, because Chestnut, we're recording this at 3. The raids normally get announced at, like, 7. Um, so if that's the case, it might be Delphox and it might be Fairy-type. Yeah. That's what everyone thinks, so... Everybody thinks that. So let's say that it is. Let's and just let's go say that on it is. record. It's Fairy-type Delphox, and here are the counters. <laughs> here they are. Just bring Dialga, I don't know. We'll <laughs> <laughs> see you guys next week. Bye. This has been another episode. <laughs> Of the Pokemon podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and we are assuming the next raid. So classic for it just to have been bye and no ending. <laughs> end of the podcast. We are super effective. Is no more. We're just bye. bye. We're done. It's been 11 years. The effort of this is too much. <laughs> <laughs> This podcast is brought to you by Patreon. A huge shout out to our producers over on Patreon, starting with Kay, Catherine, Stuart, Tony, Matthew, Casey, Brady, Jessica, Spencer, Brian, Bovine, Stephen, Chris, Josh, Fumes, and Yarny. 
A huge shout out to all of them. If you too would like to support us on Patreon, you can head over to patreon.com slash PKMNCAST to support the show and we will see you next week.